when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. If Betty Crocker was here, what would she say? Well, Betty Crocker's not a real person. This is over. This interview's over. <laughs> Wait, did you think Betty Crocker was a real person? No, I, I kind of oh. knew she was fake. Oh, Betty but who, who She's a brand. You know, I don't, I don't, some it, guy. like, I'm some, just, guy some dude, yeah. I bet. Hi, I'm Helen Holliman, Editor-in-Chief of Munchies, and welcome back to our LA series of Munchies, the podcast. This week, we're going back in time in order to get to the future. To do so, I'm speaking to Courtney McBroom, owner and creator of the retro-inspired catering company Large Marge, and Leslie Disher to discuss why this entity is trying to get modern eaters back in the kitchen. More than anything, Large Marge wants to pick up where Betty Crocker left off. Betty Crocker is the fictional brand character we all know. She was invented in 1921 by Marjorie Houston, a home economist and businesswoman, and advertiser Bruce Barton. Under Houston's direction, Crocker would portray the image of the ideal homemaker, the woman who seemed to know everything about child-rearing and good housekeeping, and she could cook it all without burning the house down or having any white wine or Xanax before 5 p.m. I wanted to get Courtney's thoughts on how Betty Crocker has inspired her business and why she thinks LA is the perfect place to get people back into the kitchen. From shake and bake to instant brownies and many cookbooks, Betty Crocker has endured multiple generations, adapting to changing social, political, and economic currents. But we're eating out more and we're cooking and entertaining at home less. And Large Marge wants to challenge all of this. So we were like, well, okay, let's do, let's make co- really cool food products. Let's like be the Betty Crocker for this generation, like a cool, hip, modern Betty Crocker. We'll make really awesome food products. We will make them available via the internet or delivery in Los Angeles because we're in Los Angeles and we'll just kind of start from there and see where it goes. People like want convenience, but they don't want like they don't want the convenience of what like our parents had, which is yeah. weird preservatives and crazy packaged foods that had a lot of yellow number five and lithium sulfate nitrogen oxide. I don't know if that's a real thing, but I'm Betty Crocker with my yellow cake mix. All you do is add water and a couple of fresh eggs. The other ingredients are in the package. Same fine things you'd use right in your own home. Same fine things you'd use right in your own home. You'll get a perfect cake just like this. Or write General Mills, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they'll send your money back. I believe our website says that Large Marge is a food product and bespoke catering company 
Oh, no, no. Large Mars is an all-American food product and catering company with a playful take on cooking. If Bet, quote unquote Betty were here, Bets? <laughs> um, if she were here right now, what sh would she say? She'd ask us if she could make us something to eat. A little bananas hollandaise. <laughs> no, wait, there's, there's like one of the things is banana and ham hollandaise is a dish. She also has a little something I like to call ways with shrimp. I have the entire recipe card library here if you'd like to look at it. <laughs> Can I get it? That's why Betty Crocker herself says, I guarantee a perfect cake every time you bake, cake after cake after cake. All right, so this is a pea green plastic cube. I'd say it's probably five inches by eight inches and five inches tall. So I'm now opening it. And it's full of cards, and they're all recipe cards. And there's one, two, three, I think there's 28 different subjects. And each subject has about 28 different recipes. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pull one of them, one of the subject cards out right now and read to you. This one's called Men's Favorites. <laughs> so this is the recipes that old Betty made for her Men's Favorites card. Um, cream soups, cold and hot vichyssoise, oyster stew, man-pleasing appetizers. One of, one, of them, one of them is called pow with an exclamation point. Hold on, let me find pow. I want to know what that is. Pow. Okay, this is the recipe for pow. Two cans of condensed beef broth, one cup of water, one and a quarter teaspoons of horseradish, and a quarter teaspoon of dill weed. Heat all ingredients to simmering, stirring occasionally. Serve hot with celery swizzle sticks. <laughs> Here's another man-pleasing appetizer. Six chicken livers, four water chestnuts, teriyaki sauce, and six slices of bacon cut in half. This is called rumaki. Do you ever pull from here for inspiration? I do. Yeah. Every day. I'm not joking. <laughs> it's literally one of my favorite things to look at. Here, let's look at another one that's not so gendered. Um, so we have crunchy baked bananas. Two large or three small bananas, a half a cup of miniature marshmallows, two tablespoons of brown sugar, one cup cornflakes, and one tablespoon of butter. This actually sounds like something we might make at Milk Bar. Totally. <laughs> I bet it's delicious. So heat oven to 375, Peel bananas, cut each in half lengthwise, place cut sides up in a buttered baking dish, sprinkle bananas with marshmallows and sugar, mix cornflakes and butter, sprinkle over top. Bake 12 minutes or until bananas are tender. What have you guys, I mean, at Large March, have you ever pulled from this and actually riffed off of it? And is there a dish or something that came from this? Um, so we did one pop-up, and it was a Tupperware party. 
and we made ambrosia cake, which is kind of a mid, I think it's a mid-century. I know my grandma used to make it. Um, it's She called it five cup salad, and it's basically one cup of marshmallows, one cup of ma- canned mandarin oranges, one cup of coconut, one cup of sour cream, and I think one cup of brown sugar. And you mix it all together, and I know it sounds disgusting, but it's so good the marshmallows break down and kind of turn into a sauce in a weird way this sounds gross i know (laughs) but it's really good and so we made a cake based off of those flavors um and then we made these jello molds maybe the most fun i've ever had in my entire life so we just got clear gelatin not flavored and we got um, a bunch of like weird things like doll heads and googly eyes. And Vienna sausages. And Vienna <laughs> sausages. And we put those into jello molds and had those on showcase at the pop-up. And it was hilarious and so fun. The googly eyes one was the best, in my, in how, my opinion. How did it taste? Uh, no one ate them. They weren't for eating. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I can make you one if you want. These jello molds, so fun. The googly eyes one was the best. But yeah, like I think I want to start a side business where we just encase things in jello. They don't even have to be edible. We still get random people asking us about that because they saw it on Instagram. Is Large Marge the scary like plaid wearing terrifying trucker that you want to escape from on the highway if you're Pee Wee Herman? Yes. Yes. (laughs) That sounds like a great like home cooking kind of vibe. Like I want to come home to Large Marge and be like, do I want dinner? Like, do I want you to cook me dinner? You might kill me. Is that the answer? Where did it come from? Tell us. Well, that I mean, that character in Pee Wee Herman is, I don't know, the best character to ever grace the screen of the silver screen. Um, If any of you out there listening don't know who we're talking about, immediately Google image Large Marge Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> and watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Or watch Watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You should just give up on life. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I think, yeah. True. True. Um, But yeah, so Large Marge is her. She's every woman, Helen. (laughs) (laughs) She's every woman. But, but how did how did it actually come about? I mean, tell me how you were like, okay, so we are starting this business and it's going to be called Large March. Um, I emailed Leslie. I remember emailing Leslie. I remember thinking that Large March was the name of the business. And I emailed and I was like, I don't know if Leslie's going to like it. It's a little weird. So I emailed her. I was like, hey, so 
we should do this. And what do you think about calling it Large Marsh? And she just replied, yes, like all caps, all exclamation points, because Leslie's a huge fan of Pee Wee and has been her entire life. Sorry if I'm, I'm putting words into your mouth. You're absolutely um, correct. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, that's really it. It's just a funny name. It's just a funny name for a food business. Really memorable. People love it. People are drawn to it. And yeah. it's just kind of quirky and fun. And we tried to make our logo kind of feel a little bit like 1970s, 1980s, nostalgic too, towards like the Betty Crocker vibe. Um, Saul Bass, who's um, a really famous graphic designer from that era. Like he developed the Lowry Salt logo. I don't know if you're familiar with that logo, but it's really good. Anyway, so we kind of paired the name, the funny like pop culture, Large Marge, name to and the nostalgic logo reminiscent of like the Betty Crocker era. White cake. If we could think about Large Marge in the context of Los Angeles, what about this city is great that you think plays into what you're doing? I think the the clear answer to that for me is, especially as compared to New York, is just the home space here is so is generally more of a thing. Like people hang out in their homes more, I would say, than New York, just because houses here tend to be nicer. There's no traffic. If you leave your if, if you stay at home, you don't have to sit in traffic. In New York, people are always on the go, always on the run. There's a thousand restaurants within one block of your apartment usually. So I think LA is kind of the most natural place for us to start considering what it is we're trying to do, for sure. I think um, there seemed to be more doors open out here as well. You know, it wasn't flooded with, you know, you go to Smorgasburg in New York, although it's coming to LA now. <laughs> but Smorgasburg, it's like, holy shit, there's so many artisanal jam makers and, you know, small batch this and that. And it just kind of seemed overwhelming, at least for me. So I think coming out here, while it's flourishing, definitely in LA, um, there was a little bit more space for us to get our foot in the door. But I will say that I think we're the only people Darn queso yes. that I know of. Yeah. Besides like Tostitos and like the weird creepy stuff that is sh shelf stable. Our queso you keep in the fridge because otherwise that's really weird. If you make a cheese product that stays out at room temp mm -hmm. and lasts for months. Not, in not interested. You're in the army at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, thinking about like cool houses here and um, there's so many cool food people who are yeah. like you guys who are kind of starting to create this incubator for small businesses, you know, thinking about New York and Smorgasburg, like you were saying, do you think that there's, given the fact that there's a lot of space here, that there's actually a lot more opportunity right now? Yes. Um, there's a ton of 
uh, incubator kitchens popping up throughout LA. We work in one um, downtown that holds, uh, I don't know, probably 10, 15 different small food startup businesses. I'd say even more than that. Yeah, probably. Um, and there's other, ki- there's bigger kitchens that, you know, have them. And, you know, we all work together in the same space and we have a ton of opportunities to collaborate and learn from each other. And I think there's, you know, tons of opportunity. So you guys have worked with some really amazing uh, LA restaurants. And can you talk about who you've worked with and what you've done and why that actually is kind of helpful to what you're doing? Well, let's see. We started at Sonoma Gun. Uh, we worked with John and Vinny and Helen. Um, we recently uh, did a pop-up at Helen's Wine Shop She in, at a John and Vinny's restaurant. Um, where else? Uh, commissary with good old Roy. Roy yeah, Choi. that was great. That was a really fun one. Uh, Lou Wine Shop. We've done a few with him. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to go check that place out. It's a really good story good spot we did a, some stuff with jill from domain la another wine store at um go, go get them tiger Ti- go get them tiger <laughs> and uh that was a fun one yeah that, that was, that really was like uh we made it like a lunch lady theme <laughs> and we served everything on those like r- those plastic um portion trays that you would get when you were in elementary school and we had everyone like go down the line like it was a cafeteria and we had a teenage mutant ninja turtles anti-drug poster up and what's crazy is the woman who played april o'neill in the original teenage mutant ninja turtles movie happened by the pop-up saw our poster and came in and signed it no. Yeah. No. Only, in LA. <laughs> Only in LA. Only in LA. Yeah, it's true. No. She just, she just walked in, pointed it out, asked for a marker, and signed it. And peaced out. <laughs> Wait, that's insane. <laughs> that's so LA. That so. seems so LA. It is. Okay. We got to talk about the churros cake because (laughs) it has a cult following. You have a lot of celebrity fans and people all over America are ordering it online in snowstorms and everything else. (laughs) What is it? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? Who's buying it and why are people obsessed with it? It really just took on a life of its own. I I made the churro cake uh, a few years ago. Um, at another job actually where we had nothing to do so we just fucked around in the kitchen uh, i made it for a coworker for her birthday she asked for a churro cake thank you nicole i'm forever indebted debted to you for asking for that um and it was awesome i brought it back you know a few years later when courtney and i had our first pop-up and it's a brown butter cinnamon cake it's layered with mexican chocolate frosting uh, churro snaps, which are uh, churros that we fry um, and then crumble up, bake again with uh, more cinnamon and sugar, so they're nice little like crispy, crunchy guys. Uh, and then it's also layered with pralinella, which is our signature praline pecan spread, kind of our version of Nutella. Um, and then, of course, it's topped with fresh fried churros, which is really 
So hook, many line, and sinker gets everybody. <laughs> so many churros. Yeah. So, you know, we, we did that at our first pop-up, and then that kind of became our signature dessert, and people yeah. all over wanted it. And, and you know... Speaking of social media and Instagram, I think that's been really helpful for us because the churro cake just looks awesome. So people post it and then people freak out and they're like, I must have it immediately. So I think that's been really helpful for us getting getting the word out on that. Yeah, and we just started uh, back in November uh, shipping the churro cakes. So, you know, if you live in Iowa, you can get one shipped fresh from L.A. right to your doorstep. <laughs> That's my little plug. Dial, dial 1-800-CHURRO. <laughs> Thank you so much to Courtney McBroom and Leslie Disher for coming on the show and sharing their wine and their kitchen with us. On the next episode from our L.A. series of Munchies the Podcast, I talked to Nikki Nakayama, chef and owner of N. Naka, to learn about the art of Japanese kaiseki cuisine. So until then, get all of our delicious Munchies content over at munchies.tv. Hit us up at Munchies on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, too. And if you like the show, show us some love by rating it on iTunes. It actually helps us out. I'm Helen Holliman. I'll catch you all in two weeks. 